Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Zero season two, episode number 42. What a time to be alive. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, joined today by Jamie Cinematics. Good morning. Good morning, Jamie Jirak. <laughs> I, I just I just read your Twitter handle out to the world. I was just like, that's her name now. <laughs> that's fine. That's name. It sounded like correct to me at this hour. <laughs> She's so tired, she didn't even notice. <laughs> And, uh, listen, as somebody who's doing this show from the West Coast today, I feel it. Okay, I feel it. I understand. Uh, Aaron Perrine is here. Aaron Perrine is muted. Oh, no. We'll come back. Jenna, Jenna Anderson is here. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to talk about the past month of news. I know like last week when we were doing rankings, I asked Brandon, I was like, are we talking about news at all? And he was like, no, save it for this week. And then even then we still do two bonus episodes. So I'm, we have so much to talk about. I'm yeah, excited. The news last week was that we all still are friends after sharing our rankings. Aaron, do we have, <laughs> do we have liftoff? We still have oh. nothing from Aaron Perrin. Oh my gosh, the man of the hour. Okay, wait, hold on. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Yay, there we go. All right. Ugh, sorry. Hi, guys. Welcome to Waking Up With Phase Zero. Dear God, <laughs> we're all having a rough morning. We, yeah. we are back at our 12 p.m. Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time time. I think next week we're going to be moving to Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. We will make an official announcement for that on Twitter. Uh, we've just noticed that our audience sticks with us on Wednesdays a bit more. We, we love that. We want to make sure our, our, we're reaching as many people as possible and our community is able to join the show. So please also subscribe to the channel right now, youtube.com slash C slash phase zero. Uh, thumbs up this video if you're listening to us in podcast form we thank you today's a big show because we have so much mcu casting news to talk about the entire second half of today's show is about casting that is crazy to me but the first half of this show we have a lot to talk about but a lot a lot of it was about aaron's night last night we got to go out to the black panther wakanda forever premiere aaron how was it uh, it was kind of kind of a high watermark for these sort of premieres. I can't believe like I was like, wow, just seeing all these people gathered together, like not even just like Marvel people, but like all kinds of like different celebrities that you never thought you would see anywhere near us. Hi, Rihanna. Like, what's up? Um, it was just such a like a breath of fresh air. It still feels weird being back at some of these big like public you know, events like this, like we haven't had that many chances to be at movie premieres since everything's happened. But, you know, I, I was thrilled to be out there. I mean, shoot, I can we just say probably I should have known something was going on when we saw these Dora that are, we're playing in the video right now, because I thought they were mannequins and they are not. <laughs> They're absolutely actresses sitting there like playing the parts. And play. I'm like, oh, we're, we're we've stepped it up quite a bit, you know. 
It was pretty cool. I mean, so we walked in last night and it was one of those situations where I, you know, for everybody who's been to a movie premiere knows this. Now we, we walked in and uh, it was like they had kind of the, the line, you know, to walk in and it's divided, right? There's kind of like walls and there's ropes and stuff. And we were on the farthest kind of wall and rope because they just want us to go in and go to the theater. So we walk in, we were like, okay. So then we get to the end of the line. They're like, all right, actually, uh, just go into the theater. And this was way before the movie was going to start. And we were like, we want to see some famous people. So I was like, we're just going to hang out over here. So we went and hung out over there and ended up running it. Like at one point I, I, I went to take a picture in front of the, the Panthers. And then I turn around to Rihanna standing right there. And I was like, hold on just a second. She walks over, give Bob Chapek a hug. I was like, wait, what is, go- what is happening right now? Uh, we saw Kevin Feige last night. Uh, I did say the word Nova. I'm not going to disclose the co- <laughs> co- content of the very brief, it was very one-sided interaction about Nova, but I'll keep it to myself. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was uh, we saw Jeffrey Wright go by, the watcher himself, Commissioner. I Gordon. thought I just saw Jeffrey Wright in this video, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it it was it was a successful night. I'd say I'd say it was very cool. Um, Aaron, who was the coolest person you'd say you saw on the carpet? I mean, you probably have to you probably have to say Rihanna. So non Rihanna division. Probably, uh, let's think because we saw so many people. Uh, Michael B. Jordan in a bright yellow suit, yeah, and no, and no undershirt, just like really out here. Um, Ariel got a very good and look at Jamie, that that's uh, that's my fiance, basically. That's her face, too. She was making, she's like, hmm, what's going on over there? Uh, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Did you get to see Angela? No, I, we saw her take the group picture with the entire cast and her. And I think, uh, did I agree? Uh, like they had like similar dresses on. So that was kind of really cool. Of course, she's like super stunning. Everybody's like, this is like, if you love people watching in fashion, it's like insane. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I can't believe this is my life. I thought you looked sharp last night, Aaron. Oh, thank you. My mom asked if we planned that this morning (laughs) when I talked to her. She's like, you ready to talk about the jackets? Wearing some matching velvet? Matching velvet. (laughs) We were both out there in the velvet. Somebody else was wearing a velvet jacket last night. Was it fine? I don't remember. Zero. Oh, Cleo Thomas. Cleo Thomas, yeah. That's right. Yeah, velvet is in right now, baby. Woo! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we also saw Winston Duke, as you just saw in that video there, so... It was it was a, it was a pretty awesome. So my last question for you, Aaron, about this was based on what you expected from this premiere experience, not the movie itself. We're about to talk about the movie spoiler free, but based on what you expected from the premiere experience, walking through and all that stuff, how did it compare to the hype you built up in your mind? Did it deliver? Did it over deliver? Was it underwhelming? I, I kind of went into this thinking, and this is something I joked around with Richard, our producer, about before we got on here. That it's like I was sitting there. I'm like, we're gonna see so many famous like like people because they're going it's going to be like a real big event because it's not just a movie it's like saying goodbye to Chadwick as well and it felt a little bit like all-star game Super Bowl level of like hype and anticipation among the people because you had regular people like act like like big stars who we would think of big stars like acting like fans like all those WWE wrestlers that were there I can't believe we missed the new day and I also missed Quinn Brunson what the new day was there there? Yeah. yeah Was Big E there? Yes. Oh my God, Kofi Kingston. 
Yeah. I, oh. I, I saw it on Twitter later and I'm like, bro, how did I miss Quinta? How did I miss New Day? How did I miss some of these other people who just turned up out of nowhere? I'm like, man. I, Dang. And, and I still don't feel shortchanged because we saw so many cool people. Like that's true. That's great. true. We had a pretty we had a pretty great time. All right. So now let's talk about the movie. Spoiler free reactions. Oh. Aaron, lead us. I, I think that it is a, a very pensive pensive into phase four and that is a very interesting choice and you expect it to be a little bit different than maybe what you're ex- like it it depends on what you're expecting going in all of the ensemble wakanda characters get like a reintroduction and furthering and they're all like really everybody brought out their full range of pitches for this one too like angela bassett's amazing Brandon has that popcorn that I'm sure is delightful at like, what is this? Nine 13 in the morning. Uh, Lupita was really, really good. Like, you're right. Really? Like yeah, a lot of gravitas and you're all going to just love Ironheart. That's all I'm going to say. Riri, Dominic Thorne. We are three for three on young Avenger like people, young women in this, in the MCU casting so far. It's been tremendous. Actually four for four. Excuse me. Like, I was like, wait a second, because, yeah, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, uh, America Chavez, Ironheart, it's all, all of them. Like, it, Florence Pugh is freaking Lena. Like, it's all, like, that's still a really big strength. So, I think that's really good. And I know Brandon will mention it to knock. If you're worried so about Namor. I had to text uh, Nicole. I'm like, get right by your boy. <laughs> Good. Get right by your boy. She was so, she was up waiting for my text. It was at 2 a.m. Central. Like, I did they do right by him? So, yeah. She, she was telling me, she was like, I, I reached out to Aaron and told him to text me, but I didn't want to be pushy. And so I'm so glad you texted her. Because, like, I, that was my next question was, like, how was Namor? And I'm so glad to hear that they delivered. Like, that oh, makes man. me so happy. Brand, how was Michaela Cole? I do want to know that. Oh. How, was, how was she? delightful and it's awesome. weird like it's sort of like a, a full circle moment for her because apparently she tried out for black panther one while she was still a film student oh. like she was still like a like mm. an actor student and then she didn't get it but now she's in university anyway and very very fun like a new like a new edition that i'm like if there is this rumored like series that's going to take place in wakanda i'm like she better be in the series, mm. ahead, in the series. Awesome. piggybacking off of jenna's question am i gonna be happy yes Yes. Yeah, you are. And you are. Yes, you are. Yes. 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 You, awesome. A little bit, a, a tiny bit of dagger redemption for one Jamie Jirak, I think. Perfect. Oh, I. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. I, I I agree with everything Aaron said. <laughs> um, I thought I think it was a especially the beginning of that that what you were saying, Aaron. How this for the ending of Phase Four, it doesn't feel like the previous endings for phases, right? Like it's not this big culmination of Phase Four. This is a Wakanda and Talokan story, mm-hmm. and it's it has huge ties to the rest of the MCU. Some really surprising ties to the rest of the MCU, honestly. Not in the same way those early episodes of She-Hulk did, because She-Hulk felt like it was connected to everything for those like first four episodes. This one has ties to a lot of stuff we want to see coming and callbacks to stuff we've seen. You really do feel Chadwick's absence. Um, They do a really good job of honoring him in the beginning and in the end and all throughout. It's, I don't want to say more than that, but man, the emotions run high in this one, especially, yeah, it's just, 
Aaron knows what I'm talking about. It, it got me. It, it got me. It's powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. We're going to go yeah. into it again today talking about, oh my God. Like, I'm sitting there like, whoo, even knowing what happens, I'm like, I'm still going to sit there and it's going to be like, whoo. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emotions. Yeah. I think they did it as well as they could. It, with the choice they made to not recast T'Challa, I think they honored him as well as they could in this movie. I don't, I don't know how they really could have done anything better. I think they did a really good job and you feel it. And overall, the movie... It's not my favorite MCU movie of all time, by any means. I don't even know if I'd rank it above the first Black Panther. I got to see it again because it is a lot to take in. It runs a little long, which is the opposite problem of the first two movies this year for Marvel, uh, which I feel like maybe we're going to find that balance going forward. I'd prefer a long movie over a, a movie that rushes through and the story gets a little misplaced like we saw in Thor and Doctor Strange, in my opinion. Uh, I know I was raving about Thor. I swear the movie was entertaining as hell. But <laughs> the more I thought about it, I was like, there's just stuff missing. People made points in the comment section. And I, I thought about it more. I was like, yeah, a lot of y'all are right. So my opinion on that one has lowered. I, I think I think I'm on Wakanda forever. I'm being pretty rational and saying it's 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 really damn good. Runs a little long. You feel Chadwick's absence. A lot of people fill in in really good ways. And Namor. This is this is this is Namor's universe now. We're all just living in it. <laughs> Namor's so good. Namor's so a villain who actually gets to do stuff. Yay! Like a villain who like right. Look at Jamie's face. A villain yeah. who actually gets to do stuff in the MCU. Nah, that was really cool. That was really cool. Listen, um, it's just it's just Jenna and Nicole in that bar from the reaction <laughs> images. Like yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> that. But also, I'm I'm like mentally preparing to just sob. Like I'm already like okay, cool. My screening's less than two weeks away. I need to like mentally pregame to just weep the entire movie. It sounds like <laughs> uh, there are, there are tough parts. You're gonna break out box in this one, and, and that's I think that's gonna be for across the board. This one's this one's got some heavy moments. Um, also, Kugler upped his game on the action sequences. Like, they're really, so there's some really impressive sequences in this one. A lot of just really raw action, some big spectacle action that feels a bit better than the than the third act of the first Black Panther did. The, the, like, honestly, Marvel does just have a problem with third acts. It seems where they just go too crazy. Uh, this one has a big a big finish, but I felt like Kugler did a really good job balancing things. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right. If y'all have any more questions about Black Panther Wakanda Forever, you can send them to Aaron or myself on Twitter. Uh, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on. That was your spoiler-free reaction. There's also a video on the YouTube channel available for you now if you want to go watch that. So let's keep going. Wow. What's next, you guys? What's news is happening? Oh, the MCU. It delayed so many things in the fives and sixes of the phases. What's going on, Foggy? <laughs> we got a schedule to adhere to. Ah, all right. Not anymore. Nope. All right. So this these, this news has been pouring in, but the last couple of weeks, you know, we've had these these busy shows. We haven't got to talk a lot of news. So here are our new schedules for now. <laughs> I'll believe it on the dates. Uh, Blade has gone from November 2023 to September 6, 2024. At least that has a date. I mean, I, I would worry about that one. Uh, do we? Are, do, do you want me to list them all, or we want to go? Yeah, let's just run through them all. Okay. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Deadpool three has gone from September twenty twenty four to November eighth, twenty twenty four. That's not that big of a deal. That's fine. Uh, Fantastic Four uh, from November eighth, twenty twenty four 
to uh, February 14th, 2025. I know what I'm doing for my uh, birthday. Uh, and then we've got an entitled Marvel film on uh, that went from that date that uh, to, jeez, uh, uh, in February, uh, to later in the year, November 7th, tw- uh, 2025. Gosh. And then Secret Wars, this is not shocking at all to anybody, went from November 2025 to May 1st, 2026. Wow. Things are pushed back. Things are changing. How are we feeling? I think this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm. I think it gives us more time between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, which is the biggest good thing of it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it just gives Agreed. time to finish the movies. I feel yeah. like, you know, we keep hearing about the VFX artists being overworked. We And then we see the results of that in various projects. And I think now, especially Blade, you couldn't rush Blade out for November 3rd, 2023, after losing the director, Bo DeMaio's uh, rewriting the script. I don't think you could push that one out too fast and, and still make a quality movie. The problem is if you release a bad movie, <laughs> you release a bad movie. If you delay it, you can still release a good movie. So I'm I'm for these delays. I like mm-hmm. it. I like this gives us more time to get to know the characters, get to know the cast members. That was one of the favorite journeys, parts of the Infinity Saga journey, watching the press tours, watching the actors talk about this stuff. I think that Secret Wars being pushed back, it's only six more months, but I think that's going to make a difference and be a good thing. I agree. I feel like Blade wouldn't have been right if it didn't come out in spooky season. Like, yeah, they could have pushed it back, but still had it like at another point in the year. But that wouldn't feel right. I like the idea of like this still being in theaters on Halloween and getting to go see and enjoy that. Um, And it's like, yeah, every other domino kind of had to fall as a result. I know we said in our San Diego show of like, there's no way we're getting two Avengers movies in one calendar year. And it's like, no, we're not. (laughs) Um, I also think that's legitimately just the thing we've said of everyone in Hollywood is going to be so busy. Like you can only have them on one soundstage at a time. So I think in order to get these movies out and to get them out in the best way possible, like stuff kind of just had to keep falling where it did. So I think it's great. I want as much time as possible until we get to secret wars. Cause I really want it to feel earned. So I'm more than happy. Honestly, Paramount Plus just came down with the phase zero renewal through 2026. So, you know, when this is because of this news. So here we are. So here we all are. Yes. Uh, Aaron, do you have any thoughts on these delays? I mean, they're problems for future Aaron. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're problems for me down the line. Uh, I I don't feel like like the sort of like some the similar similarity to like you guys about some of the delays, but like also. Yeah, I think you're right too, Brady. Like, if you give more time, at least now, if there, it, it would seem to increase the probability of releasing a good movie. And there's no question that if for the VFX artists alone, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. Um, yeah, people care a lot about Blade. People care a lot about Deadpool. Go ahead and take your time. Those <laughs> are the ones that people really like. They're, they're the most yelling about online. The, the we what it seems like two months ago when Blade got delayed because of how busy we've been. But I remember the day on Twitter when it happened, everybody was just like, oh my God. Like they couldn't, they could not believe that it got delayed. So I, more time probably is a good thing. And it gives us more, it's more content for us. I mean, we got a lot of shows to fill. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Just remember, if we, we have, there are two amazing Blade movies and one fun blade movie that you can watch every day until the new blade happens that's great 
you know, there's still Blade content. There's also comics. <laughs> there, there are things yeah. to consume. Um, I'm just going to watch uh, Blade 1 and Blade 2 over and over again until I finally get the, this new Blade. Uh, I just want Blade to be good. Blade. I feel like I feel like some some of these dates move movies from like one phase to another. And I feel like phases just don't matter anymore. They don't. I don't. I think I it's agree. just a it's just a, a, a phrase for a tradition because the Infinity Saga, you know, the idea of phase one, two, and three worked really well. And now, I mean, there's nothing about phase four that says this is all contained to this phase. Like it's there's no timeline about it. There's no crossover about it that makes it all feel like it was leading to something. And that's fine. Whatever. You know, I love the I love the phase system where it leads to a culminant and crossover. Perhaps Thunderbolts is that, but I think this these dates shifting makes Thunderbolts no longer the last movie of Phase Five. That said, Ant Man was the last movie of Phase Two, so I think right. Am I making that up? It is. It was. Yeah. 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 So, tis what it is. I think these are good things. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Okay, so uh, James Gunn has a new gig over at DC Studios. He's the co-CEO with Peter Safran for the next four years. Look at Jenna. Just absolutely. I have a glimmer of hope. I have a glimmer of hope. I have a reason to be excited about DC again. I am so happy. I was telling BD yesterday after Black Adam came out, I loved Black Adam so much and I was fully prepared to just be in a drought of good content until Shazam starts up. And I was like, now I have this news and now I have a reason to actually be invested and I'm so happy. But go on. It's just funny because I we were sitting there, Brandon. You have a story, and go if you want to. If you want to share, we're happy. Well, we, for, oh yeah, uh-huh. James Gunn, friend of the show. Yeah, you'll probably notice we are not talking about Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailers on this show because we did immediate reaction episodes on uh, Monday and Tuesday. It's been a busy week for Phase Zero. So, but during the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I, I tried to get James Gunn to join us. I, I sent him a little message. I said, hey, man, come join us. And honestly, as awesome as it would have been if he took us up on that, it would have been the most painful experience ever to one hour later after that trailer dropped, learn he is the new head of DC Studios. Yeah. Uh, that would have been the crazy. Like, I can't imagine if he was on phase zero just talking about the holiday special. And then all of a sudden we refresh the Twitter feed and THR is dropping. <laughs> Boom. He's in charge yeah. of DC studio. So honestly, James, huge fan of you kind of wish you joined, but also thank you for sparing me that heartache of being the guy, the last guy to talk to you publicly before that news came out <laughs> and not asking so- about it. Selfishly, I'm glad it didn't happen because I would have woken up because <laughs> no. I slept through both of the bonus episodes this week because they <laughs> dropped during my weekend. And if I would have woken up and been like, James Gunn was on phase mm-hmm. zero, I would have been so mad at myself. James. We'll get him on the show eventually. I feel like that has to happen at some yeah. point. So I hope he'll join us for Guardians 3 because I, there's, I think there's a good chance the Guardians trilogy ends up being my favorite trilogy mm-hmm. of, of Mar- non-Avengers Marvel films. Uh, and um, I, ho- I really would love to just take a dive into those movies with him and talk about, you know, Gamora dying in Infinity War. Like, was that... <laughs> but like, like, seriously, is that like, does that throw a wrench in your plans? Because I can't imagine when he came up with the 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 layout of the story for those first for all three guardians movies he had a trilogy of mine i'm pretty sure that's how the story goes was gamora dying in a movie that he didn't make part of that story how much did he have to change guardians 3 because of what the russos and kevin and everybody and marcus and mcfeely wanted to do with his characters that he was working on in in their avengers movie those kind of things i find really interesting and also just i love those characters and I would love to talk to Gunn about that for for hours and hours. So maybe hopefully when Guardians 3 comes out or who knows, maybe he'll join us around the holiday special or at least do a, 
you know, shorter interview, but we'll see. Go we'll on see. Twitter and bug him about the phase zero eggnog <laughs> guardian spectacular with James Gunn. Make it, let's make it happen. Y'all. <laughs> Jenna, what do you want to see him do at DC? Oh my God. How, how long do we have? <laughs> I have like, a um, like this is the thing Chris and I talk about incessantly of like secret six is something that would be really fun to see him do, especially after peacemaker and after suicide squad. And it's something that he has voiced a lot of positivity about on Twitter. Um, I know he's been, he, he like talked about the strange adventures comic from a couple years ago the other day. And now I'm like, Oh man, I'd love to see his Adam strange and Mr. Terrific. That would be really cool. Even like justice league international of like the very eighties roster of justice league would be the coolest thing to see with his style i'm also just happy that he's managing all of the pro like so many of these projects going forward of like he might not need to direct the next superman movie or direct the next like aquaman movie or whatever but knowing that he's going to creatively kind of spearhead that i'm so excited to see like what comic stuff he kind of helps lead to the mm -hmm. big screen so i don't know i'm just i'm like i'm, I'm so excited i have a reason to genuinely chris, get excited about DC chris, again. Is, chris is just in the chat going green arrow green arrow green yes, arrow green literally arrow. <laughs> now you know now you know what the conversations at our household are like because that's basically that <laughs> green arrow black canary over and over again but yeah in, in a dream scenario it would be that but i'm not even reaching that far yet because i'm just happy that he's doing anything at dc so i'm just very i want what dan dunslot tweeted which is uh give us the live action scooby-doo meets batman Ooh, mm. that's what oh i want to see but you have to bring back money. the core four from the other movies Scoobies, otherwise it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Give me that. I, th I think Safran and Gunn are about to take DC for a ride. I think they're a great pair. They're yin and yang right there. I, th I mean, I think they both understand filmmaking quite well, but they have such different skill sets. Peter Safran's a businessman. I've talked to Safran a bunch of times th through the years. He did Aquaman, he did Shazam, he did The Suicide Squad. Obviously, you know, we've talked to Gunn at comicbook.com quite a few times. Gunn is the character-driven comic book extravaganza guy. Peter Safran seems to be the balancing act to that, that, that says this is what works in, in the movies and sells tickets. So I think that they're going to really complement each other. I can imagine the push-pull between them would be so much fun to just watch them talk about things. I really hope Gunn finds some really talented filmmakers that are as character driven as himself to direct. I hope he also continues directing. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway. he said he was on Twitter. Somebody, yeah. somebody nice. was like, oh, I'm bummed. This means you're not directing anymore. And he quote tweeted and he's like, it doesn't mean that. So Jamie had a point. Jamie had a point on Twitter that I threw a retweet at peacemaker. Still the best uh, DC property of the year. Honestly, I'd argue probably the best comic book property of the year. Maybe besides wow. the boys season three for me, I loved peacemaker. I thought peacemaker was just phenomenal. All right, we got one more thing before we got to take a quick little break here. Rumors that are going to get some people excited and by people, it's me. Uh, one is about Silver Surfer and one is about a little guy named Shnova. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie Hill's My Cosmic Circus. They've been right about things before. Like, for example, they got Wong being in She-Hulk out there first. They had Arian Moyad being in Spider-Man No Way Home and Black Panther Wakanda Forever filming at MIT, which uh, has been confirmed in trailers and Aaron and I can confirm was true. Uh, but they first... Cos My Cosmic Circus says Silver Surfer is going to be a special presentation. Norrin Rad coming to Disney Plus. I'm here for that. First of all, I'm here for that because Werewolf by Night was fantastic. Uh, and I think that that's a cool way to do it. And then you could just throw Silver Surfer, I don't know, into Fantastic Four, if you will, or wherever you want, really. But what do you guys think of Silver Surfer getting a special presentation format on, uh, on Disney Plus? 
I vibe with it. I think that would be the right way to go. Cause he feels like a character. It's like, yes, a lot of people know him, but trying to make like a big spectacle movie around him might not necessarily be the right call. So I think doing a special presentation, like getting his origin, I think it was Adam had a tweet that was basically like the special presentations are for the origin stories and are for these kind of like one shot sort of scenarios. So I think that's such a cool way to do it. I would totally be down. Galactus is Harold coming to the small screen near you. The idea of like them doing a full scale two and a half hour Silver Surfer movie sounds cool, but it also sounds like one of those jokes from Teen Titans goes to the yeah. movies. Like yeah. for sure. Like yeah. it's like it would be dope, but also everybody'd be like, I don't know. Like do I want to go see? So it's a nice happy medium. And I know there's a large contingent of MCU fans who just want these things to be special presentations. And you know, I'm not gonna turn down more Marvel content. I'll take it how I'll take it however they decide to serve it up. I'll say this. I know I'm the I've, I'm the one of the four of us who seems to be expressing Marvel fatigue a bit when uh, when we're getting a lot of episodes of everything. We're getting two things in a week and all this kind of stuff. But I remember 2020. I remember 2020 when there was nothing. So, but I, I do. I uh, as somebody who's getting a little bit of fatigue from the series, I do think the special presentation mode uh, method is a really really cool way to tell these stories. Some some characters, some stories. Either give us, you know, I think they either have to be longer stories with more, you know, fleshed out, fulfilling arcs in the, that, that the six episode events aren't aren't exactly what I'm looking for. But Werewolf by Night, I thought was brilliant. And some of the shows I've really, really loved. So I don't I, I dig it. I dig it. Anybody else want to weigh on this before we move on to that other character you guys might have heard of? Nova, Nova. <laughs> Nova 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 is also rumored to be a special presentation. And the rumor says it will uh, feature both Sam and Richard, Sam Alexander and Richard Ryder. And I've been saying for a while, I would be fine with seeing them mix up the story from that 2012 Nova that introduced Sam Alexander and have Richard Ryder be his father, the, the, the father lost in space. Uh, I think that could be really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm here for this. I, as a, I, I clearly just shared my love for special presentations, but I, I just hope Richard Ryder has the kind of, edgy arrogance that like he just thinks he can do so much good and is almost invincible but but just isn't and sometimes it'll catch up with him i want to see that uh and sam alexander is such a cool fun character i mean it's like cosmic peter parker in, in a way and it puts a totally his own flavor on on a, on a young character like that and i i think disney plus subscriptions will never soar higher than if they <laughs> but what, what, why would I you know it's no whatever right what do you guys think anybody have any any thoughts on Nova I do I'm think happy that for you <laughs> <laughs> this is my moment okay I've been waiting for this we've all gotten our faves BD's just been waiting very carefully very patiently I am begging I am begging <laughs> Frederico Rosa in the YouTube comment section says make it a Father's Day special oh. hey man that could work yes. if y'all read that that Sam Alexander comic also, uh, that was that hit home for the writer on that one. So, yeah, that would be quite a Father's Day special. Oh my gosh, I could cry. Nova might be coming to the MCU. I hope you're right on this one, rumor mill. All right, in just a minute, we're going to come back with all sorts of MCU casting news. We have so much news to talk about today. We're only halfway through the show, so we're taking a one minute break. In the meantime, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, thumbs up in the video, and leaving five star reviews. We will see you in just a moment. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. 
And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 42. We are in the second half of the show, and this is this is pretty much the casting and production update section here. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. I see they want love, too. We love you there, too. We're just trying to build up the YouTube channel. I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm trying to build up the Phase Zero YouTube channel. I'd love it if you all drop comments on YouTube, but we see you on the Twitch comment section as well, Ryan Reflects. Uh, all right, we got some casting news we got to talk about. First of all, there's a new Thaddeus Ross in the MCU William Hurt passed away earlier this year, and now Marvel Studios has tapped Indiana Jones, Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford, to be the new Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, he's going to debut in Captain America New World Order, and then also is very likely to appear in Thunderbolts. This is pretty unexpected, but pretty dang cool news, I'd say. I can't really wait to watch Harrison Ford talk about how little he cares about <laughs> <laughs> the comics, the future, the, all that stuff that, he, that I'm going to have to ask him about one day if I, if I am uh, lucky enough to interview him. But any thoughts on this? I think it is brilliant. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm I love William Hurt, and and replacing him is is tough. And I think that like this was the I I can't think of a smarter choice because he's going to be great. He's going to do wonderful. And it's, and it's a name that would get people excited. Uh, that, that isn't that it's, it's like, there are so few other people. I can't think of anybody who would both be like exciting. That also feels like somebody who will respect what hurt has done. And I know somebody, I, I like, I've tweeted like this was the best choice. And somebody was like naming other actors. And I was like, yeah, these actors could do it very well, but when you've got Han Solo and Indiana Jones coming into the MCU, <laughs> there's no one on earth that's going to match that in terms of excitement and get people excited. And I think that it's like, it's a really brilliant mix of respectable and, and cool. And it's going to be the best press store of all time. <laughs> there, there was the, I felt personally attacked. There was a um, video that went very viral on TikTok of uh, of uh some kid i forgot I, i'm sorry i just tried to look it up while james was talking i'm so <laughs> sorry to this tiktok creator for not saying his name but he did a tiktok video where he's sitting there and he's as harrison ford and he's like well did you hear i'm uh i'm back as indiana jones putting the hat on one more time and then someone <laughs> off screen is like yeah and he's like could still crack the whip and then uh they're like all right we got one more interview for you and he, he said oh god and then they said uh this is Jake from comicbook.com. Uh, and uh, some, someone named Jake walks in. It's the same kid, but he's playing the other part. And he sits down and he's like, Harrison Ford, huge fan. So, so nice to meet you. Have a, uh, how, what does it mean to you to become a superhero like this? And Harrison Ford's like, I don't care. And he's like, do you think you'll be Red Hulk in the next movie? I don't care. And now I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly how the video went. But I was like, that's, that's our future right there. That's a personal attack. Whoever that TikToker was, I'm so sorry for not saying their name. But that's what that press store is going to be like. People, Mr. Ford, do you think you're going to become Red Hulk in Thunderbolts? <laughs> well, uh, Red what? 
<laughs> I just love imagining him like going in for the mocap of like doing like the facial scans and wearing the dots and stuff like the idea. I don't I don't think he would be like unwilling to do it. But the idea of having to pitch that to him just makes me very delightfully happy. Harrison Ford is one of those people. I never expected him to do a superhero thing. I like, obviously he's someone that a lot of people have wanted. I, I mourn the strange adventures TV show would have had Kevin Smith's episode. He would have played Perry white in like a bizarro Superman episode. That would have been mm. the coolest thing ever. I really wanted to see that. Um, but this is such a cool choice. Like Jamie said on so many levels. And I, I'm just very curious to see what his dynamic is. I really want Liv Tyler to come back because I'm like their father daughter dynamic. I could watch that for like 10 hours. I think that would be the coolest thing ever. But he's literally a different person in both cases. Yeah. <laughs> she Hulk nailed that joke. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, um, and we got one other casting news I wanted to bring here. Florence Pugh. This isn't casting news, but it's, it's news that Florence Pugh's getting a fat payday. Mm-hmm. And not only will she be playing Yelena Belova in Thunderbolts, but she will be in another Marvel Studios movie. I, I I don't even know how to guess which one this will be. Does anybody have any guesses? Part of me almost thinks they're like just starting Kang Dynasty Secret Wars contracts and like, hey, what's mm. like because Florence Pugh is one of the busiest, most talented people that's around right now. I feel like if you do not sign her to a contract right away, she is going to get five other projects that she's doing in the stretch of time. So mm. I almost think like it could be something else and I would love whatever that would end up being. But I almost think it's just like, hey, you are going to be in Secret Wars, right? Like we're going to sign the the dotted line right now just so we definitely know you're in Secret Wars. I'm pretty sure Yelena was on the concept art for that uh, Avengers Campus ride, which looked a lot like Secret Wars concept art, which it wasn't. They're not the same thing. But uh, yeah, that, yeah, I think you make a good point. It could be for one of those Avengers movies. Um, anything else about Thaddeus Ross or, or Yelena Belova? Jamie, I saw you light up when we said Yelena's, Yelena's getting paydayed. Girl, get that in paper. I'm so um, excited right. for her. Like, good for her. She earns it. She's so good. Just like, all I want is like, give me the Black Widow and Hawkeye movie with her and Kate. Like, that would be the dream. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just happy that she's getting the respect she deserves. We're with it. We're with it. All right, we got, we got, we got more. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. <laughs> oh boy, um, Mephisto confirmed. Maybe. So this was, there were rumblings and then there were rumors and then there are still more rumors. I know Deadline was still reporting about this as recently as yesterday that Sasha Baron Cohen might be playing Mephisto in Ironheart um, and would seemingly be tied to like the hood and all of how he gets his powers and his abilities and stuff. Um, I, this is galaxy brain casting. Like this is one of those things. It's like Harrison Ford of like, I never, Sasha Baron Cohen at one point was like, he was like rumored to be the villain of like the Red Sonja movie. And then that movie completely changed like concepts and characters. And so he wasn't, he wasn't ultimately in it, but he's one of those people that like, I know he could do something really fun with a very chaotic superhero role. And so getting him to be Mephisto, I love it. I already know I'm going to be absolutely obsessed if this does end up being true. Looking forward to him meeting MJ and saying, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like Mephisto doesn't exist at all. Uh, and we're never going to see him. So like, I'll believe it when I see it. But if it is true, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Wonder but what's Jamie, more likely. Oh, go ahead. Freaking Sasha Baron Cohen and Catherine Hodge. I was just about just to say. meeting each other. Yeah. In canon. It, it's yeah. just tremendous. If it, if it leads to that, cool. Yeah, Madison already met Mephisto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a dude dressed as a goat who could talk. Uh, Jenna, Jenna spoke spoke on this one perfectly. So I, I, I 
I'm ready to keep going. Okay. Uh, so other weird casting scuttlebutt or just in this case, meeting scuttlebutt, uh, Marvel studios, uh, reportedly met with Adam driver. That comes from, uh, Jeff Schneider on the hot mic. He said it was for fantastic four. Uh, are you feeling like you, you want more of Adam driver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. After, after those, that star Wars sequel trilogy, is what it is. I think this is a great opportunity for him to get the mainstream epic blockbuster villain arc he deserves. Kylo Ren was an awesome character, but ultimately I feel like every character in that sequel trilogy was underserved. They can't mess up Dr. Doom, right? If he's going to be Dr. Doom. It feels like such a like obvious, not in a bad way, but a very obvious choice of like, hey, you yeah. were you were a mask in a hood and were, yeah. were evil and had a weird voice in three Disney movies. Why don't you go do that in another Disney movie? I don't I don't hate the idea, but it, it definitely like Doom is one of those characters. I feel like you can you can cast him and you can portray him in like a dozen different ways. And so if they go with Adam Driver, I'm definitely curious to see what that is. But I, I also, a part of me also initially read this and was like, is he about to be the weirdest Reed Richards we've ever seen in our lives? Because that would also be chaotic. of just very lanky Adam Driver, just like with spaghetti arms. Like a part of me would want to see that just for the chaos of it. But yeah, we'll just have to see. I am a big, big Adam Driver fan, and I'm one of the only people that really loves the Kylo Ren arc. Uh, uh, I'm I, I really like where his I have problems certainly with that movie, but as in terms of uh, as Kylo Ren Ben Solo, I deeply love where it went, and I think that he would be amazing as Doom. But I also feel like what I know of my good friend Adam Driver is I don't, I don't see him wanting to do this again. Exactly. Uh, he, I, I just don't, I, I really cannot, unless it's like, here's a gazillion dollars and you know, you're raising a baby in New York. That's expensive. Um, uh, I just don't see him wanting to. I would have said the same thing about Harrison Ford though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But Harrison Ford's not, he's in a different stage of life. Like, like Adam Driver still got a lot of meat and Adam Driver, like I, I, Adam Driver's going to get an Oscar one day. Mm -hmm. I will bet any amount of money right here now. And like, he's, he's got some goals to work towards. Harrison's just like, okay, what's next, sirs? <laughs> I'm a man and I like to work. I want to go fly my planes. <laughs> That's basically oh. his priorities. <laughs> I see, um, uh, I yeah, see no, the. I Twitch Cause I was gonna, yeah, because the, the chat is pointing out options that like we didn't even uh, like consider of he could be Galactus, he could be Silver Surfer, like either of those options, I would be very on board. I think everyone just immediately jumped to Doom because of the mask thing, but Galactus would be very cool. I'm on board with that. I want you all at home to know, Jamie Dirac saw freaking Ryan Skywalker like nine <laughs> times in the theater. Was she talking about oh, six? Oh, it was only six. It was only six? Only six? Okay, Jeff, you're slipping. It's my least favorite of the three, if that makes me so. How many times did you watch The Force Awakens? Six. Look at that Finn Poe behind you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. All right. And, well, Jamie, you got, I think there's one more thing you're excited about. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Agatha Coven of Chaos starts filming December 5th. That's like tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I, I just like can't believe that this is real and that it's happening so soon and we're going to get it. I, I mean, what what do you guys think that means for like the premiere date? Because I feel like we're next year, but maybe I'm being too hopeful. Maybe like early 2024. Maybe it's going to be like at the WandaVision time, like beginning, kicking off the year. What do you guys think? Exactly that. I think it could be that same January 2024 date as WandaVision was 2021. 
would make sense. Part of me had wanted it like spooky season next year. Like mm. if they could potentially, cause it's like, you, we're not going to have blade in, in like next art spooker spooky season. So it's like, you could totally like lean into the hocus pocus of it all. I'm more just curious of like the show starts filming in a little over a month. And it's just one cast member that we have confirmed, which is kind of not abnormal for MCU things, but it is kind of funny that like we, we still know so little about the show in the grand scheme of things. That's true. That way. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those sets are going to start popping up though. And you know it. Yeah. Mm. Are the things that you guys like are hoping to, to see in this? I mean, they're like, there's so many, <laughs> there's so much potential. I'd yeah. like to see some history of magic and, and witches in the MCU so we can get some information on Agatha and therefore also get some some depth to Wanda's story, maybe, mm-hmm. in a sense. Uh, and maybe like the word mutant being thrown around in any way to explain some Wanda Maximus <laughs> stuff, if if possible. I feel like we don't none of us think Wanda Maximoff died at the end of Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness. So maybe Please. this is where we yeah, exactly. Maybe this is where we get uh some sort of information about what what's going on with her uh, that's kind of what i want uh, but also just katherine hahn she's awesome <laughs> and i keep saying that elizabeth's not in it but yeah uh, but yeah right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that i'm know. most excited about is like the sitcom of it all because yeah first of all it's like i feel like lizzie could or couldn't be in it i'm I'm trying to not let that even temper my excitement because i feel like it's going to be a mephisto thing of everyone will get disappointed in one way or another but like the, the the idea of them possibly continuing like the sitcom homage is very cool to me because it's like yeah we're not getting a season two of wandavision but this is very much like how every single character of like the mary tyler moore show got like their own spinoff at one point or another so i'm very curious to see like if there's any sort of television sitcom history stuff that somehow gets weaved into that too because that would be very cool man i feel like oh go ahead Oh, I was going to say, like, you, you're you telling me I'm like the facts of life. Yeah. But it's just Catherine Hahn. Are you kidding me? Oh, my yes. God. Yeah. She's want... the Mrs. Garrett. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, because yeah. like, because well, the thing about WandaVision is it's all family sitcoms. And somebody in the chat said Cheers. And you guys know how I feel about Cheers. I have like a giant Ooh. Cheers statue. Uh, yeah. And like if 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 uh, Agatha was like workplace sitcoms. <laughs> I love you, Lizzie. But if you don't show up, I won't be like. Sorry, at least I got this. <laughs> <laughs> With how Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness made WandaVision such kind of like an ancillary part of the story and the most homage we got seemed to be the jingle. I would just I just hope it brings back the spirit of WandaVision in some way. That's that's what I'm hoping for too. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's that, that that is today's that is today's in the past few weeks' news because we've been busy on phase zero. We had Michael Giacchino of Werewolf by Night and Jessica Gao on She-Hulk. That full episode is available. Uh, we did our rankings episode last week and we're all still besties. And then we did immediate reactions episodes, which have gotten a great response. Thank you, everybody, for supporting those and uh, sharing your feedback on those trailer reaction episodes. I think we will make those a habit going forward. So just be ready for impromptu phase zero episodes at any moment. That's why you got to be subscribed and turn those notifications on, ladies and gentlemen. Helps pay our bills, sure. But also, okay, it gives you some some great content. Uh, and it lets us keep doing this and hopefully get some great guests. Uh, tomorrow is the Black Panther Wakanda Forever Junket. Aaron Perrine is going in there. I think, how many interviews are you doing tomorrow? Six? Six. I think it's six. Yeah. With like 10 people? Like, yeah, like 10 people. They're just going to, it's going to be speed dating. It's like, hi, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Who are you most hyped for? Oh, Lord. After, the, okay, why? Well, I watched a movie yesterday. Tanakh. Yeah. We have some things to discuss. Oh, man. We have some I'll things to discuss. You. I'll tell you, I know you're doing the interviews, but I'm going to come crash. And, and I, I got the I got the Namor comic right over there. Let's go. 
I don't know if I, I don't know. That might be a little. That might be. I might be the annoying friend. Who's just like, can I can I get a picture? I loved you in this movie. My, my boy over there wants to talk to you. Can we take a photo <laughs> reading a comic book together? I did it with The Rock last week. <laughs> Please do Dude, it. Namor, honestly, Namor was such a good villain, though. Like, I mean, just phenomenal performance by uh, it's not Schwerta. I, is it Tanakh or Tanach? Because I've heard people out. pronounce it both ways. I'm going to be watching YouTube videos on how to pronounce all these people's <laughs> names. Like, I'm petrified. I get tripped up very, very easily. And I, I'm going to be nervous, too, because, like, also, it's like him. It's like, <laughs> hi, Kevin. Like, that's what <laughs> I've done that. I've, I've pronounced names wrong before. Like, at, like at a San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> interview. Got that schedule morning of. Had, like, 20 minutes to get ready. Said two out of three names wrongs for the for for one for one interview. I was like, oh, I need to quit my job. Uh, I panic and write everything phonetically because like yeah. I'm I'm really bad with that stuff. So I I, I uh, I'm always like like googling the the pronunciation mm-hmm. thing and but sometimes they're hard to find if they're not like yeah. if they're like newly newly famous or whatever. All right, well, do you have any last words for this show? Oh. Ne- you cut out there. It was very hard to hear oh, you. My internet thing out just <laughs> time into the show. Gina, uh, last words for the show? Um, go read some comics. Go read Namor comics. Go read Black Panther comics. Just go read Marvel comics. Go read DC comics now too, because James Gunn will probably adapt some of the very good ones <laughs> in the near future. Um, and follow me on Twitter at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn. We also have a new um, at DCU on CB Twitter account. It's going to be very similar to the A0 account for DC. I'm not saying there's a D podcast coming, but it sure would make sense. That's <laughs> first for the show. Yeah, you know what? Please, everybody, watch Andor because it's amazing. I know that I just lost some credibility of, of promoting Star Wars content because I admitted I like Rise of Skywalker, but I like every Star Wars thing. Like I, I'm, that's just who I am. But Andor is like that's a different level. That it's it is it is so deeply good, and it's like anti-establishment which i love i i can't i can't recommend it i literally was on the phone with a help desk guy yesterday and, it, and the phone call ended with he helped me and then i convinced him to watch andor <laughs> this is my mission it's so <laughs> so so good I agree aaron uh it's at some like hornet you can catch the many adventures of bd and aaron and velvet on twitter and on instagram uh and if you just want to go just Bask and Rihanna go to the phase zero uh, Twitter account. We have video of that out here. Uh, It was a lot of fun. And hopefully we have some fun interviews for you guys tomorrow because we got a lot to ask. We got a lot to talk about.